five reasons why rent to rent is so powerful when you want to build a cash flowing property business. Hello, my name is Mark Fitzgerald. It's fantastic to have you joining me here today. So today I'm going to cover five reasons why doing a rent to rent with houses of multiple occupation, HMOs, is such a fantastic strategy to use. So let's first of all cover what rent to rent is. Rent to rent is where you take a landlord's property or an investor's property and you treat it as if it's your own. You basically offer them a guaranteed rent. You take on the minor maintenance issues, you take on the utilities and you put your own clients or tenants in that property. When you're dealing with HMOs, houses of multiple occupation, they are normally four to five to six bed properties where the tenants rent an individual room. They can share the toilets and everything. They can have their own en suites as well, but they normally do share a communal kitchen. So the kitchen space, they have their own cupboards, they have their own areas in the fridges and things, but they tend to share the communal areas that we get cleaned by our professional cleaners. But that is fundamentally what an HMO is. Now, why do they cash flow so well? Well, because you're taking one unit, a bit like a block of flats, and you are renting out individual units, that is where you can make your money. That is where you can pay the owner or landlord a guaranteed rent. They make their money. You take on utilities, you take on minor maintenance issues, but you make a bigger chunk of money than a conventional letting agent would. So let me explain to you why this is so good and the five reasons why you should be doing this. So when doing rent to rent, you can generate high yields compared to other property strategies, okay? This is because, as I've said before, you're renting the property out to multiple clients, multiple tenants, which means the overall rental income is, of course, more than you would get with a single buy-to-let, where it's just let to one family or one person or a couple. So this means that with more income, there is more money to play with, so to speak. So you can actually build in a win-win, a win for you and a win for the homeowner, the landlord, the property owner as well. So we make sure that our properties are to a high spec. Now that doesn't mean you have to go out there and spend thousands and thousands of pounds on other people's properties, but we make sure that we are very, very competitive in our area. And you'd be surprised. It doesn't cost you an absolute fortune to do. I've never, ever paid for a deposit on one of these deals because it's a business-to-business agreement, and I've never paid for a refurbishment as well. If there was any major works that needed doing, I would have got the landlord to do the works before I took it on. Then I will maintain their property to the highest standard. If they're not willing to put any money into their own properties, then maybe they're not somebody that I wanna work with. Now, a caveat to that is I have decorated properties. I have painted them. I have changed a few carpets. I have added some dressings and things like that. Those are things that I'm willing to do in my rent to rent business. And you should be too. And these are things that I go through with my clients when I'm teaching people how to do rent to rent successfully and build it as a sustainable business. Because if you're spending thousands and thousands of pounds on refurbs, it's not a sustainable business. You're losing money because you're giving money away. 
And that's not what this strategy is all about. It is all about getting high cash flow, high yielding properties and making sure that we can make money on them. In turn, by making that money as well, we can invest some of it back into the properties to maintain them to a high standard and make sure that the landlord's asset, i.e. the property, is being looked after and kept to the highest spec. At number two, this is a great strategy with a very, very low initial investment, okay? The old way of doing rent to rent was you grab an old rundown property, you spend thousands of pounds of your own money on somebody else's property, you can then rent it for more than you currently are renting it from the landlord. It would take you potentially 12 months, 24 months to actually start making any money once you've paid yourself back and then you would make profit in the last three years because we fundamentally do rent-to-rent deals over a five-year period. That was the old way of doing it. That is not the best way of doing it and don't do that at the end of the day because it's ridiculous. You're putting all your money into somebody else's property, somebody else's asset. Yes, you can make money over it long-term, but then you're not making money now. So it's not gonna change your life now. It's all it's gonna do actually is give you more hassle, more headache. You need to be looking at doing this with the right landlords, with the right properties. And that's where knowing exactly what it is you should be looking for, how you should be getting those properties and how you can find those properties is vital. So make sure that you're following somebody and following the Property Unleashed channel and my good self. I will give you tips. I will help you to be able to find these sorts of deals, to find these properties. And if you want to learn how to do this and speed it up, we have the Rent to Rent Business Builder Program, where I give you the scripts, the templates, everything you need with my support to get you to find these deals as quickly as possible. And right now is a fantastic time to be out there helping landlords. But the initial investments that you put in are not like buying a property. They're not even like renting a property. If one of the uh, agents, if you're working with letting agents, and of course you can get these deals through landlords, you can get them through letting agents. If they want you to put down big deposits or they want you to actually put money into the property to do them up, that's not the way you should be doing things. But it is cheaper than finding you know, 25% deposit for a mortgage if you were going to buy these properties. So why I think this is such a great strategy is because you don't have to buy the properties. You don't have to wait to buy them either. Even if you've got the money to buy them, you can get properties cash flowing relatively quickly within two, three weeks at the end of the day of taking a property on. Once you've taken it on, you've gotten it ready for the tenant types that you want to put in there, you can then speed up how you're going to fill the properties, how you're going to make your money, okay? And we always try and negotiate rent-free periods as well. So it gives us a chance to make sure that the properties are right, to get tenants, to get clients into the properties. I like to call them customers into my properties. I start making money and then at the end of the month, I pay the landlord their guaranteed rent and everybody's winning. Their property has people living in it. So our tenants are happy. Our landlord's happy because they're getting the rent and we're happy because we're getting paid and we're building a sustainable property business. So remember, you don't need massive amounts of money to get started. You will need some money. This is not a no money down strategy. There is, in theory, 
ways you can do property for no money down. But at the end of the day, you're always going to need a couple of hundred quid to get yourself started, to get some room dressing, if nothing else. But you can do things as cheaply and on a budget as you need to do. And a lot of people also worry about utility prices and things. If you know how to set the properties up, if you know how to utilize modern technology with the utilities, you can save yourself an absolute fortune. And it's not something that you need to be worried about. The only people that are worried about utilities and Section 21, which is where they're abolishing being able to evict tenants for no good reason. So if you had somebody living in your property and let's just say you wanted to sell it, which won't happen to you doing rent to rent because you don't own the property to sell. You could then evict uh, a tenant on a Section 21 who is paying, who is looking after the property, who is doing nothing wrong with that. We still have Section 8. If somebody's not paying, if somebody's not doing what they should be doing or causing trouble, you can use a Section 8 on them. So everybody, all the amateurs are worried about Section 21. And I've gone a bit off a topic here. I'll probably do a video on this. But they're all worried about Section 21. Listen, if somebody's paying their rent, looking after the properties and doing a really good job for you, why would you ever want to evict them? In our situation and in our business, you wouldn't. You would only want to evict them if A, they're doing something wrong, B, they're not paying, in which case you have guarantors to sort that out as well. So there's lots of different ways you can do this and not have to worry about it. But initial investments can be very, very low. In fact, just having a credit card potentially handy to use if you need to buy anything, it suffice as long as you know what it is you should be doing. So at number three, we have reduced risks. When you buy properties, it's risky. I mean, there is risk in everything. When you take on a rent to rent deal, you could say, oh, that's risky because I'm guaranteeing the rent. Yes, you are. And listen, we never want to take on anybody's property with the thought or with the, the inkling that we're not going to see the contract through to the very end. And we're not going to look after the properties for five years, that we're not going to pay the landlord month on month. We've always got to go into this with the best intentions, ethically right. And that is the best way to do this. And that is the way that you will find the best deals. But when it comes to risk, if you were to argument say you found a six bed property to buy, not do rent to rent, you were going to buy this property. OK, you would have to stump up 25 percent deposit at least. OK, you would then have to go through solicitors. You would have all the fees, of course, as well to buy the property. It could take six months. It could even take 12 months in some cases to try and get the property bought and over the line. You're not making any money and you're still probably got to spend some money when you actually get your hands on the property as well. Because unless it's brand newly refurbished and everything, there will be something there. When you do rent to rent, you can basically do a deal with a landlord in a couple of days. You could do one in a day at the end of the day. You could view the property in the morning. You could negotiate at lunchtime. You could get the contract signed in the afternoon and have the keys before tea time. It, it really is that simple. I've never done that. And I, I might try and do that that quickly, but I've never actually done that. But you could do that. But you haven't got the risk that you bought the property and all of a sudden something's not right. Something There's something that you've overlooked. There's a reason it won't, won't rent out or something's happened. You then got to try and sell that property while it's costing you all of that money. Whereas if you have a professional rent to rent agreement and contract, and as I say, we do our due diligence, we do our homework. But if worst case scenario, we issue the break clause in the contract and we give the property back to the landlord. Exactly the same, if not better, 
than we received it ourselves. Now, I've never taken on a property straight away and then given it back. I have given properties back over years as I have a business here and it has to be a sustainable business. I've never given it back because they wouldn't rent out because let's face it, if you know your area and you do your properties to a good standard, your rooms will always rent out. So don't worry about that. But with utility prices and things like that happening, we couldn't always agree. When it's a smaller property, i.e. like a four bed or a five bed, there isn't a lot of profit in the deals. Six bed upwards are better properties to get hold of because there's more money coming in. So there's more wiggle room to play with in different scenarios. So there are times where I have issued the break clause, gone through the properties with the landlords and given them back. Very rarely, but I have done that, okay, because it's a business. And what I've done is I've taken more properties on that suit the criteria of what my business needs. Treat it as a business. It is a living and breathing thing. And if you do that, you'll set yourself up for success. So just remember at number three, it's less risk for you as an investor to get started. And let's just face it, one of the real plus sides is if you get a couple of properties on rent to rent and you find that you're letting them all day long and they're great cash flowing properties, then why not start buying them in that area, in that street? Why not even ask the landlord if they want to sell the property? Why? Because you know it works. You can cookie cutter whatever it is you're doing into another property that you own. And that's what I do now. I know the good areas. I know where it works. I know how it works. So if I buy a property now, I can set it up in no time. I can get it cash flowing. It's in my portfolio. Happy days. So at number four, what I love about this strategy is it's really scalable. You can scale this business very, very, very quickly. Once you start taking properties on, you start to prove your track record landlords will want to work with you when you can show what you can do. At the end of the day, we've all got to start somewhere. And I did as well. I didn't have any properties. I had to get out there. I was very transparent with that. But once you start getting more properties on, you'll find you get a bit of a snowball effect, whereas it took me four months to get my first deal. But by month eight, I had six deals. I had doubled my corporate wage. I only had to find three landlords to have six deals as well. So four months of nothing, the next four months I took on six deals. Why? Because all of the hard work I'd done in the first four months then got me the deals. It takes a bit of time to get traction. Some people try this, they send out a few letters, speak to a few agents, it doesn't work. No, you've got to be consistent and persistent. If you've ever watched any of my videos, you know, or my YouTube channels or my listen to the podcast, you'll understand and know that I'm always saying you've got to be consistent and persistent in what it is that you're trying to do. Once you know what you're doing, you can then approach more landlords. Say these are the results we're getting. This is the guaranteed rent that we're offering landlords. We can take yours on and we can get these set up and running really well for you really, really quickly. And you can go from, as I say, I mean, it took me four months to get another six deals at the end of the day. Six deals, which if you think about it, the minimum they're cash flowing is £500 a month, even more if they're bigger deals. For me in my area, in your area, you know, depending on where you are, I'm up north, so the rents are a little bit low. It doesn't take long to be able to replace a wage. It doesn't take long to be able to see that income coming through and to be able to put a bit of a pot aside to say, right, these are for my next deals. 
I'm going to start bringing in more and more. I'm going to start employing people into my business that can do the jobs that I don't want to do. I can scale this to whatever size I want to scale it at. And you can do that so much quicker than if you're trying to build a portfolio yourself and buy properties. Take you years to do what could potentially only take you four months or less in rent to rent. I have students that have got six deals in three months from starting my training program. They've got six deals from starting, okay, in three months. That is crazy. And that, again, blew their wages out of the water at the end of the day. They did that alongside a full-time job. Why? Because they had the proven track record. They had the knowledge. They had the training to follow. They had the support from myself and my team. And they got out there and they took action. Three months, six deals, What do I want to do with my time now? Do I want to stay in my nine to five job? I've got options. I can do this. I can do that. I can go where I want to go. So it's massive. You can scale this really, really quickly if that's what you want to do. And if you only want a handful of properties just to bring in some extra cash, great as well. So at number five, we have consistent cash flow. In a lot of businesses, and you could say, you know, shopkeeper at the end of the day, they rely on customers coming back buying specific items, maybe groceries. They're going to come back and buy buy their groceries month on month, week on week, whatever. What I love about the HMO strategy over a lot of the other property strategies and service accommodation to a point can be once you've built it up, once you've got a following, once you get repeat bookings, it can work really well. But there's no better way or quicker way to get consistent cash flow coming through the door than filling your properties with tenants and knowing what you're going to earn each month. People say to me, but Mark, what happens if that tenant doesn't pay? You haven't got consistent cash flow if they don't pay. And they're right. That is why we don't take on any tenants unless we have a guarantor. Not only is the tenant reference checked, credibility checked and everything like that, but so is the guarantor. If somebody wants to move into one of my properties or one of my rooms and they don't have a guarantor, I'm not willing to let them move in. Why? Because I'm not willing to be their guarantor. If you are not signing up guarantors that you know have something to lose, we, we and again, we don't ever want to actually be going down that route. And in most cases, it never gets that far. The threat of it gets people paying at the end of the day, which is why it's worth having. Because you can have the nicest tenants moving into your property, but certain circumstances can happen in their life. So anything like this can can work out, but you will get constant and consistent cash flow. When I started doing rent to rent, I took voluntary redundancy from my job and I didn't have any money coming in. So I needed to get hold of HMOs that were ready to rock and roll. Didn't have to do massive refurbs. Just dress the rooms a bit, get them advertised, get them filled, start the cash flow coming in. First two properties I had were cash flowing over a thousand pounds between them, cash flowing. All of a sudden I had that coming in when these properties were fully tenanted with all the outgoings. So all of a sudden you can start to build on that. You can start to use that money for your marketing as well. If you're still in a full-time job and you don't rely on it, it's a pot of cash that you can start building up until you get to the point of you think to yourself, I either want to go on a nice holiday, I want to buy something, I want to reinvest this into properties that I can buy for myself. It gives you all those options. But rent-to-rent HMO is fantastic for building up quick cash flow. Now, I have an HMO rent-to-rent business. I have also a serviced accommodation business as well. We do a bit of rent-to-rent in that. We do a bit of management in that and stuff. But 
I picked one strategy to start with, which was the HMOs to get the cash flow coming in. And then I started to play with serviced accommodation and I use serviced accommodation more on my own portfolio as well. So it's a fantastic strategy to start bringing in quick cash flow, get you out of that nine to five job if that's what you're looking at doing and moving your life forward. It also gives you time freedom as long as you systemize the business, which again is another massively important thing that I help my students with is systemizing their business so they're not running around like a headless chicken and just giving themselves another job. If you can systemize it as you grow, I didn't. Nobody showed me this at the time. This is why I find it so important to show people as I'm doing it myself. I had to learn this for myself and it was very, very difficult and very tricky to do. That is why we show people on a rent to rent business builder. And of course, if you're interested in rent to rent, serviced accommodation, deal sourcing, then head over to thepropertyunleashed.com where we have free eBooks in rent to rent HMO, in serviced accommodation. We have a deal analyzing spreadsheet. We have free masterclasses that you can help yourself to. You can download and you can use yourself. So head over to thepropertyunleashed.com, grab hold of those free resources. And if they help you, feel free to reach out to us. Feel free to reach out to me on Instagram, on Facebook. I'm always interested to hear how I may have helped somebody, whether it's just watching this video or listening to the podcast, or whether you've had one of our free resources. It's given you an aha moment and it's made you take that leap forward. And of course, don't be afraid to come and join our communities, Facebook groups and things, but equally invest in yourself as well. Invest in your own knowledge. Come and join us. Come and succeed in building successful rent-to-rent or property businesses. We have those programs and I also have a couple of places where I will work with you one-on-one over 12 months to push you, to support you, to make you and help you get the results that you want to get. So in conclusion, you know, rent to rent HMO is a great property strategy for cash flow. It can provide high rental yields, requires a low initial investment and it reduces risk for you. It can be scalable and provide a constant and consistent cash flow in your life. However, it is important to note that this strategy requires careful planning and management as well to ensure that the property is profitable and looked after to a very high standard, okay? We need to make sure that we've done our market research in the area, that we understand the regulations for the properties that we take on, and we can find those out through the local councils. But we need to be the property professional in our area. I always say this, if you're gonna build a business, if you're gonna start anything in property or anything in, the, in life, you need to be a, a professional in that. You wanna be the, not only the go-to person, but the person that stays up to date with any regulation changes, with anything that's coming their way, and also be in a supportive community where if you are stuck or struggling, people can help you and point you in the right way. The Rent to Rent Business Builder is actually a business plan of basically taking you through step-by-step video training online modules with coaching as well. So even if you can't do that, you want to do something else, make sure you've got a plan, okay? A plan to follow. I always say have a vision. Have a vision of what you want for the future. Set yourself some targets and some goals. How many properties do you want to get in a certain amount of time? Break those goals down into bite-sized chunks and take action on them daily, okay? And you can build 
the world that you want. I've been doing this over five years now and I have to say it's the best thing I ever done. The only thing that I don't like about it is the fact that I didn't start sooner. So if you want to take action, if you want to get started, if you want to be a part of something, then come and join us. If not, keep watching the videos, keep listening to the podcast, subscribe, follow, like, and share if you will. If you want to leave a five-star review anywhere you can as well, that's always appreciated. I hope this video uh, or this podcast episode, depending on whether you're watching it or listening to it, has helped you. If it has, do feel free to share it. Tag me into it if you share it because I'm always appreciative of it. Keep pushing yourself forward and I'll see you in the next episode. You take care and bye for now. 